Welcome to that Brunch Life podcast for people with good taste and time to waste. This show is a bit of a mixed bag. We're going to talk about food, life, and whatever is interesting in the moment. I'm your host, Courtney Hodgkinson. So, um, we were set to record this initial podcast, and uh, oh, I'm Courtney. Am I supposed to say my name? Yes. Joey. All right. This is Joey. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm well. It sounds like you have the hiccups. I don't know how it happened. It just started right before. I don't know if it was nerves. I never get the hiccups. It's weird. Usually I can control it with my mind. It is pretty weird. To get rid of it, and I can't get rid of them. Oh, boy. That's what's the most weird thing, is I can control... Getting rid of hiccups. I have done this thing over years to master my breathe, breathing and relaxation so I can get rid of them. It's not working. Okay. So obviously everybody has a hiccup cure or they just suffer needlessly. Or nobody has a hiccup cure. All right. Why well, just be mental? Yeah. Well, you said you have a hiccup cure. So I want to hear what that is. Well, what I usually do. <sighs> Take long, deep breaths. And re- relax. Now, typically, you wouldn't be talking. That's why I hiccuped, because I started talking. You want to kind of just not talk. You want to be in control of your your lungs and all your muscles. So when you're talking, you're kind of constricting, and it makes it want to happen. But if you're just breathing and relaxing and you're breathing deep, thoughtful breaths in and out, typically for me, I can gain control over it and make it go away. Do you want to see it works? I can try right now. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Why not? All right. You can't at least deeply breathing. <laughs> now he's giving me a look because... To why are you talking? You broke about this? my consciousness flow. Well, I there's a that, consciousness flow. I thought that the audience would not know what was going on, so I'd give them like a sports cast. Do I play on my meditation? Push golf. Play, play. <laughs> breathing in. <laughs> He's clearing his mind of all thoughts. Now for the big breath. He's holding it. He's coming out. Look at that breath. That's a deep breath. <laughs> He's clearly watched more sports than me. <laughs> All right. So that's that's why I, I, generally, I generally, every time I can get hiccups, if I want to get rid of them, I just do this thing. I focus. And I think the key, this is the key, I think to anyone's hiccup nonsense is that they believe it. You have to, it's sort of like mind over matter. You have to believe that it's going to work. And then you have to commit to, to it to get it to work. And it still doesn't always work necessarily, but I think for it to work, you have to believe in it, commit to it, and uh, not talk. All right. Well, since we kind of have to talk right now, I'm going to go through some other extra good pickup cures with you. Um, Let's see. What are the classics to scare you? You plug your nose, and this is, yes, I'll do the classics. You plug your nose, and you drink water outside your 
hate the whole glass like that. Then again, um, actually, I think that might have done it. You don't know that one? No. You plug your nose and you and you drink a whole glass of water, like tilting your head backwards, so you're upside down. Yeah, it went away. It works. Oh, okay. That well, one works. Okay, so uh... <laughs> I jinxed it. <laughs> one that I heard with drinking water was you put a paper towel over the over where your mouth is. What? I don't know. It's I think somebody told me this in high school. You put the paper towel over the top of the glass, and then you drink it. I don't know what the paper. I towel think that's is about, about creating suction. Like it cre- it's creating resistance, so it makes you suck the water through it. I imagine. So you're engaging in the muscles, and again, that's what it's about. It's about so the deep breaths are about. It's like you're trying to engage and take over control over what's happening. Okay. So and so you're just trying to engage those mu- I muscles. Think, I think the there's the like scare the person thing. Yeah. Oh, that everyone knows scare scare the hiccups out. Does I, that probably works for a couple of people, and that's why this rumor spread. I don't yeah, I think, I think I've seen it work, but I don't. I have seen it work, but uh, I don't know that it's always worked. It doesn't seem like it's an actual cure. Yeah. Also, I don't know what you're scared of. So that won't be my thing. <laughs> Once you conquer the fear of death, what do you got? Yeah, maybe like an ang- anguish and pain, emotional pain. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's not go there. I don't want to go there. That's like mm. an get the hiccups. Well, I was just thinking for somebody who sliced their hand open cutting cheese, like I literally just raked my skin off. I have a little band aids holding my skin together from raking too hard. <laughs> was it like the tines of the rake, or <laughs> that's what I think of when you say you raked your skin? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, something that uh, my friend's cousin's wife told me. Is that a person? Are you making that up? It's a real person. Okay. Twice removed? No. Oh, yeah. Um, she told me when she was pregnant, um, and it's worked for me on several occasions, you hold your breath and swallow three times. When I swallow, I burp. Does that happen to you? No. Uh, how do you I, how do you swallow three times? Do you can I? Am I allowed to like? What are the rules? It's it seems like it's weird to hold your breath and swallow times. I'll try to. <laughs> oh come on! Every every time. Hold your breath and swallow. <laughs> Let me see you not burp. I want to see it. Wow! Wow! This is a mo- someone that is a master of their own throat. She's a great singer. That's probably why. I bet it's because you're a great singer. <laughs> makes makes for good internet radio, right? <laughs> a lot of silence and weird mouth sounds. <laughs> See what I just read? Bo Jackson, uh, who's one of the great athletes of all time now he had a very short career but he played both football and baseball and was really good at both oakland raider running back and uh only played for three years and then what seriously sorry i just um i don't know that much about sports but i remember commercials when i was a kid oh bo does this no bo Bo knows oh bo knows 
Bono's baseball, Bono's football, Bono's, and then they had Bo Diddley, and they go, Bono's Diddley, and it was like, Bo Diddley's awesome, and Bo Jackson, all right. Yeah, I remember that campaign, it was good. Everyone remembers that. They're old enough. <laughs> and now, what's going on with him, is they just had this, like, uh, special award ceremony, a statue unveiled at Auburn, which is a college, I guess, where he went, and didn't show up, and he revealed the reason why I wasn't there it's because he was going, because he's had the hiccups. And it basically, he's had the hiccups for a whole year. Yeah. And he's having to have a medical procedure or somehow done to, he said he was going to get some medical procedure done. To get, Is that a record? Like, how? No. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. No, I think the record's like 32 years. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. I'll look it up. More than 20 minutes. And I'm like, ugh, horrible. More than five minutes. It was the swallowing <laughs> and the burp. The burp swallowing. It really wasn't. Oh. But we'll go with that. I wish we had a good answer. I don't have one. I think I went and I ate some popcorn and I think that helped. Yeah. We, um, unbeknownst to the casual listener, had to take a break because our son got up. Our child got up and needed us. Needed us. But. No, I still have the hiccups. I walked, I ate some popcorn. I relaxed. And the key is relaxing. I think with the hiccups, the key is relaxing. Okay, here we go. I was way off. Guess how long? I don't know. The curious case of Charles Osborne, who hiccuped for 68 years straight. <laughs> That's so old. That's most, longer than most people's life. Wow. He hiccuped for 68 years straight. Look it up on Smithsonian Magazine. Okay, but how do they know that's true? Did they just have to corroborate uh, with people who knew him? Or well, they Smithsonian's a pretty valid source, but we'll look it up. Yeah, I I believe that part. <laughs> I just, well, how do you know? Like he, like one night he was sleeping and he stopped hiccuping, and he had to like kickstart it to keep it going. What do, you, what do you mean? How do you know? I mean, how do you record something like that for sixty eight years? Because it's just, I guess, eyewitnesses and doctors and lots of other things. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is what the Guinness Book of World Records says. Oh, it's Charles Osborne, born 1894, died 1991, started hiccuping in 1922 while attempting to weigh a hog before slaughtering it. He was unable to find a cure, but led a normal life in which he had two wives and fathered eight children. He continued until <laughs> like he continued until a, a morning in February 1990. Well, that's an interesting way to, to kids and he was and two wives. I'm conceiving them, just conceiving. <laughs> really? Sorry, my mind went there. <laughs> yeah, you think that'd be a cure? Go, oh! uh, nope, still going. Baby, that was so uh, great. Uh, so, wait, okay, based on our current theory about relaxing, this man just never relaxed. Well, like maybe it had to do with maybe it had to do with the hog slaughtering like curse. Oh, wow. I don't know about voodoo, but I feel like like me thing. It's like a fairy tale thing where it was like a magical hog, and the ma- hog was like, like he was, especially if he was going to slit the hog's throat, then yeah. that would be something. It was like, oh, spare my life and I'll give you three wishes. And he was like, ah, I really want some bacon. 
and he got cursed. He got cursed. So I, I I went to just now look up Bo Jackson's thing. Like, what sort of medical procedure could you do to get rid of the hiccups? Right. So as I know, it's a big mystery. What, like, if there was a thing, why don't I just do it? You know what? I forgot another thing. In sixth grade, my teacher um said, and I think it was something like the diaphragm. So you grab under the bottom ribs and you like pull apart. And that's supposed to help Ugh. because it's spasming of your diaphragm. Or something. I feel like it's in my throat. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm pouring a little wine. Hope that's okay. Yeah. What are, you, what are we drinking? Some Pinot Noir from Oregon, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so check this out. So I Googled up procedures to stop the hiccups. Um. So it says, if an invasive treatments aren't effective, your healthcare provider may recommend an injection of anesthetic to block your phrenic nerve, P-H-R-E-N-I-C, your phrenic nerve to stop hiccups. Another option is to surgically implant a battery-operated device to deliver mild electrical stimulation to your vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S. Okay, so I've heard it pronounced vagus. Okay. But the only thing I can think about, um, what, what was it? I, I think it's like pharynx. Injection, like anesthetic to block your pharynx nerve. Okay. What is the pharynx nerve or what is the vagus nerve? Well, I don't you know. know. <laughs> I don't know all about it, but I've heard of them. Well, anyway, these are things I guess a doctor can do to help stop the hiccups. Worst comes to worst. You gotta have Bo Jackson money, though. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get Bo Diddley. Well, hopefully. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh. I got rid of the hiccups on fire. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. Uh, I loved it. uh, Thank you. Way to tie it in. Way to tie it in. Um, Yeah. All right. I'm just glad I didn't have hiccups for a year. Yeah. Seriously. And have to conceive eight children with hiccups. Other than that, no. you, you would have some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> if you conceived eight children in one year. I'd try to explain it, but I have the hiccups. Every time I try, it's for hiccuping. <laughs> My wife doesn't understand. This is what, this is what, this is what. <laughs> right. What are we talking about anyway? What is this podcast about? Oh, boy. It's not about the hiccups, I hope. Well, this one was. Well, we think we covered that. All right. Well, since you don't have the hiccups anymore, I guess we have to have an actual subject that's not the hiccups. Um. So, yeah. I mean, in general, this podcast is about brunch and living yeah, yeah. the brunch life. life. You know. And what that means to us. And that brunch life. Living that brunch life. You know how it is. I know how it is. You know how we do. Boo ba- baby boo boo doo doo. Oh no. Oh. Oh that was that didn't work. <laughs> no. That was very awkward. Okay, let's move on. All right. Soon as possible. Um, <laughs> what does living in the brunch life mean to you? Oh, um me? Are you asking me that? Yeah, I'm asking you. Something rhetorical. Alright. Wasn't rhetorical? Sure. People can debate about what brunch life means. Um, 
brunch life to me i think you know is about being in the present it's about enjoying your bacon enjoying your mimosa whatever you're eating whoever you're with not you're not on breakfast in the past you're not on lunch in the future you're in the moment and you're enjoying life and you're relaxing you know we all need that because we're always busy. We're always doing stuff. What's next? What I have to do now? What I have to do? What I have to be? Come on. We got we got our sale for retirement. What's happening right now? We got things to do. But brunch, you don't. You're, you're relaxing. You're letting it go. You're in the moment. Absolutely, that's what brunch is about. And that's what life's about. But we don't often have the chance to do that. And so, you know, this this moment, this chance of being in the present moment, can take various forms in life, no matter what, depending on what you do, we choose to have that be brunch. So for us, that's that's the mask that's wearing, the moment of serenity. That's profound. <laughs> Seriously, I was just thinking, I don't like getting up early. <laughs> so to me, it's all about that feeling of not having to get up with an alarm because... Ooh, alarm. <laughs> yeah, if you get with alarm, you're probably not having brunch that day. Yeah. Probably having breakfast. I like breakfast. I just don't like getting up early. I like Even though I do it all the time. Oh. <laughs> so bad. Wait, would you like brunch fist? Um, that sounds like really scandalous. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want brunch fast. Okay, I'll say fast. Brunch fast. Thanks. Yeah, you, okay, it is you might to have to. Not brunch fist. That, <laughs> that, now, I don't know what that would be, but I'm interested. I am not interested. Children are going past. All right, interruption number two, because the other child decided to wake up also. Fun fact, we're recording at night when our children are asleep because that's when we have time. Do we have time? I pretend that we have time. Delusion. The respite of parenting. So what were we talking about? Brunch versus breakfast? Which we've decided we're going to uh, pronounce the A in brunch fast because otherwise it's brunch fist and that's something... That sounds very unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I might be into the brunch fist. I don't know what a brunch fist is, but I know I'm going to have a Bloody Mary. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I apologize to anyone that heard that. Huh. Yeah. I guess I didn't. Yeah, all right. Uh, you want to keep talking about this? No, I don't want to. You know, I do like a Bloody Mary that's spicy, though. Like oh, really? Them. Yeah, I like them, like, extra spicy. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. I, I don't like them. I don't like them normal spicy. I don't like them, I don't like them spicy at all. Really? I don't like them. I don't like a Bloody Mary at any degree of spiciness. I don't like Bloody Marys, so. So what you want is Clamato and oh fuck vodka. Sorry, I'm not allowed to swear. Am I? Beep. No, I just just leave me the vodka. I, uh, give me a screwdriver. I got some OJ in there if I have to do it. 
Oh, like that's, breakfast day or brunchy. That's your breakfast drink of choice. Uh, no, I'll get mimosas, no bubbles. You know, if that's what's happening, I'm game. Okay. I think a screwdriver is not really. I mean, you've never seen me do this. Brunchy. No, I've like. never. You told me one time recently that you were having a Bloody Mary, and I was like, oh, interesting. It was at the airport because they had this like special, like super double Bloody Mary for eight bucks. And I was like, no, I don't ever do that. I'll get the in full brunch fist. I got the bacon quiche to go with it. So although it was at two in the afternoon, I was making it brunch. Right, making it happen. That. Making it happen. But I thought, you know, I'm going to go crazy. I'm at the airport. Let's do it. Let's get some vodka. I don't, I'm not driving. I'm getting picked up from the airport. I don't you know. Family. You got to see family. You got to get, you got to get some alcohol on you. Cause what are we doing here? But anyway, it was awful. The lady asked me if I wanted it spicy. I said, no, I don't want it spicy. And then she made it and it was way too spicy. And I'm like, I just, it tastes like, yeah, Clamato, stomach acid, pepper, um, pickled vegetables. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, duh. it's not what I want. But people like them. I, I feel like I've had Bloody Marys that I've enjoyed, but, um, I feel like Bloody Marys to me are like apricots. Like one out of every 20 is good. Like for me, like it's, they're not very good. And oh, yeah. it's rare that you get a good. Yeah, I've had some pretty grainy apricots. Yeah. It's hard to get a good apricot because when you pick them early, they're not good. So the only way to get them good is if they're fresh off the tree. Yeah. Well, I've had them fresh off the tree. Oh yeah. Mealy. So. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, mealy. Mealy is the better word. Yeah. Uh, either way. <laughs> Yeah, soft. I guess that's when you make them in a jam, which is delicious. Okay. Also, back to brunch. Bring it back to brunch. Fresh fruit is brunch. All yeah. All right. All fruit, cooked fruit, no fruit, <laughs> dried fruit. It's in there. All right. I can see it making sense. Fluted fruit. What even is that? I don't know. I sound nice. All right. Maybe it's this type of way you cut it. I don't know. That's for you. Anyone out there, listeners, let us know in the comments what is included fruit. At this point, our daughter woke up again and we had to cut the episode short. So we're including a bonus that we did earlier. Enjoy. I haven't met a lot of famous people. I mean, it's really kind of a toss up because I've met two famous people. Um, both were at like signings and yeah that hardly counts right it's not running that's, that's kind of what i think so at new orleans in the bay in mountain view california at the shoreline amphitheater they had this festival uh where they served cajun food and had music and all kinds of stuff and deadheads side note deadheads all know shoreline anyway go on. <laughs> so uh, I think I must have been somewhere in the realm of 10 or 11, and I was with my older brother, and we met Paul Prudhomme. Nice. Yeah. I guess he's a guy that says, I guarantee. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We'll hope. We'll oh, no, that. I don't think he is. Yeah, okay. some other guy. It's some other guy. Yeah, it's it, a different guy. He was the show. guy that sat down in a chair as he did his cooking shower. Yeah, I like that guy. Uh, I wish I could remember his name. Now I feel bad, but anyway, the I guarantee, guy. Yeah, 
The other guy hmm. was Kyle Cease. Oh. Yeah. Comedian turned inspiration. And did you meet him? Speaker. Um, at the uh, San Jose Improv. Yeah, I went and saw a show. And then he was doing like a signing afterwards. And that's why I have a signed CD and DVD. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, he made fun of me. Because I'd never had somebody sign something before. It's like, so this one's for me. You know, then I was going to elaborate. And he just <laughs> started writing on it. That's hey, funny. Hey, I miss us or something like that. <laughs> hey, me. It's, it's you or something. Yeah. Very good. So now you have to tell me a story about meeting famous people. Because I know you have a lot. Yeah. Well, not necessarily meeting, but I have uh, cooked for a lot of famous people and been lucky to have met some and have some funny stories with others. And have other stories like when I lived in Hawaii, and I and I went to uh, Harrison Ford's private beach. So I didn't meet Harrison Ford, but I was at his house and I was at his beach. How do you know that you were on his beach? Because we knew it's a small island, you know, you know. Because my friend who surfed, I had a roommate who surfed, so he said, "Hey, this is Harrison Ford's house. Let's go check it out." I don't know. Somehow he knew. Word gets around. But he had a caretaker there that was like fishing in the ocean and he saw us and he like came in and we were like, we just wanted to see the ocean and we got kicked out. Why are you in Hawaii in the first place? Just on vacation? No, I was cooking. I was there to cook at Roy's, a pretty well-known Hawaiian restaurant. And I was there, uh, I was 18 cooking school there for like an internship flew from new york to hawaii never been to hawaii before and it was a lot of fun and i got my somehow my two friends roped into moving out there with me so they could help me pay rent and uh but i had to go lay the groundwork and go get the place i moved out flew out there with nothing but anyway yeah so i there's celebrities about there cooked for a lot of people did you meet harrison ford no i never saw harrison ford i've met and seen many celebrities but not Harrison Ford. Just went to his private house, to his beach, and got kicked out. He wasn't even there. No. That's a pseudo run-in, pseudo. Was it extra nice, like the extra nice part of the beach that they had combed? No, well, in the big island where we were, it's all black lava rock. So we basically had to hike across black lava rock for like 20 or 30 minutes to get to this place. Wow. Yeah, because we just parked somewhere on the road and knew where we were going and just walked out to the ocean. <laughs> Young and dumb, you know how it goes. So, but yeah, uh, you know, and my friend who liked to surf would take us out to different beaches. And actually, there's this funny story about the celebrity run-in uh, when my friend wanted to go to the Four Seasons on the Big Island because there was some good surfing there, supposedly. So, we're driving around. Me and my two friends just moved out there. And he said, go check out the Four Seasons beach. And my one roommate who doesn't surf like me said, hey, my parents got married in Hawaii. Let's go have a drink. Their drink is the Mai Tai. Let's go have a Mai Tai. There is a little beach bar. And he was the only one that was over 21. My other friend and I weren't. But we went over there. And, you know, back in the day, you could just order drinks. And if we were, you know, no one asked about IDs. So we all got Mai Tais. And we we're hanging out. And uh, for some reason, uh, 
they were in town for this special concert, but the Rolling Stones were there. And so then we start to realize we're recognizing these people. Who We recognize these people that are at the bar with us. <laughs> and it was the Rolling Stones, and it was just us and the Rolling Stones hanging out. We're drinking Mai Tais on the beach in Hawaii. And then there's these whales in the ocean sprout, sp- sp- spraying water in the air. And we're like kind of freaking out, going like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening right now. And uh, then like the bassist, one of the guy who was sitting next to us in front of us, uh, he turns around and he looks at me, he looks at me and my friends and he goes, better than Columbo, eh? Columbo? <laughs> better than Columbo. Do you think that was the only American show he could think of? I have no idea what that was about or how that was a thing or a saying to him, but uh, that's what he said. And it was hilarious and we were baffled and we just agreed like, yes, this is better than Columbo. <laughs> Did he have a deep, in-depth conversation with the Rolling Stones? That was it. That was it. We just stared at them and went, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. It was like sunset. Everything was like this perfect scenario. Sunset on the beach, four seasons at the bar, drinking the great drink, you know, hanging out with these celebrities, watching whales in the ocean. Uh, underage drinking of my time? Underage drinking. That wasn't a big deal to me, but that's why you get away with it. Well, yeah, probably. I don't think I've ever had that experience where somebody didn't ask me for an ID, actually. I mean, I would now because I'm a hag, but <laughs> back in the day, it was always asking for my ID. Yeah, well, you're five years, my junior. So things changed a lot in those five years. That's all I Apparently, can say. Yeah. yeah. So that's the celebrity story. Anything else interesting from Hawaii? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, celebrity wise. Yeah, I mean, was Mick Jagger there or anything? Oh, that whole thing. Yeah. No. Because that's you know that's the first question. Mick Jagger, were you hanging out with Mick Jagger? We weren't hanging out with Mick Jagger or Keith Richards. So I say the Rolling Stones because the rest of them were there. But you had to bring it up. You had to name me for details. So we move on. Thought we had a nice, nice story told. You had, you had, you had me know the real two people that anyone cares about were not there. Thank you for listening to that Brunch Life podcast. You can listen and subscribe to episodes wherever you like to find your podcasts. I'm your host, editor, and producer Courtney Hodgkinson. A special thanks to my guest and sometimes co-host Joseph Hodgkinson. Our music is "Eternal Love" by Chris Kipovsky as found on Free Music Archive. We'll see you again next time.